I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Buy the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are talking about... Oscar-nominated film, Past Lives, today. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did come out, I believe, quite a while ago. Um, yes. And I remember you seeing it in theaters. You watched this quite a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I watched it on the plane, so it wasn't when it was in theaters. Um, it came out June 23rd, so it was a summertime movie. Um, oh, wow. I do remember when it came out because some of the, like... Indie theaters were playing it, and I remember thinking, like, this looks like a pretty good movie. I mean, A24, I follow all their stuff, so they were always promoting it. Um, And it's pretty exciting that it did get nominated for an Oscar. Like, so. Yeah, it's nice to see that with, with how many movies A24 is coming out with, they, you know, try to give try to give a little bit of promotional love to to every movie. I mean, there are just so many being made all the time that some of them still kind of slip through the cracks, but mm-hmm. it sounds like they try to at least do some sort of promotion for for all their movies, all 80,000 of them. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know, did you know anything about this movie before you saw it? You know me. I don't watch trailers anymore. I don't look mm-hmm. into things anymore. I just, I just drive my ass to the movie theater, sit my butt down <laughs> with my root beer, and uh, and I take it in. I take it in, um, as if I've just just never heard of this movie before in my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did see this movie on. I did not watch it on any of the plane rides that I <laughs> that I was, um, <laughs> but it was on. on. There. I should have, but you know, I wanted to watch other stuff. But um, uh, but I did see it on some planes. I didn't watch it though, and then I actually watched it in theaters yesterday. Um, at at the time that we are recording this, uh, because it became one of the AMC five dollar faves or something again. So it's like replaying in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that's how I watched it, and I got a free. Um, popcorn and drink because it was still my birthday month. Yes, nice. So that was pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> but no, I knew absolutely nothing about this movie. I think I might have read the summary of this movie, uh, like while I was just browsing through movies on the plane, probably. Um, and so I knew it was like about childhood friends or something, and that, that's probably like the extent to what I knew mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. movie. Um, in all honesty. So other than that, nothing else. Yeah, I had seen, I think, one trailer for it and then just, like, promotional material. So it was pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's a very slow um, just study about these people and this kind of situation where 
this young girl left Korea when she was, you know, like 10 or 11 years old or something. And she had a crush on this boy and they were good friends and they really connected. And then um, she left for America with her family or Canada um, and then ended up moving to New York for school and kind of catching up with him like many years later after finding him on Facebook. And then they have like a kind of fling where it's just only um, through Skype and yeah, they, they, just like, kinda... they like rekindle their friendship and they're mm-hmm. like talking all the time to the point yeah. where it's like kind of distracting her from school and um, kind of it's kind of all she can think about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I think that that it's the way it's written is kind of considered that they are crushing on each other in a way. And at that, that point in their lives that they're kind of like really connecting um and with their yeah. shared past and also just like who they are as people when in their in yeah. their early 20s yeah the plot the plot to this movie was very simple i think it was mostly being told from um from nora's point of view like we don't mm-hmm. even really understand why um her parents are moving to canada we we know that the dad is a director and we know that the mom is a what is she a writer no what what was the mom i don't remember but another like artistic something artistic an artist she was an artist yeah (laughs) (laughs) because like she becomes nora becomes a writer so like both her parents are i guess pretty successful enough to be able to to, like have her go to uh, school for writing and she actually becomes a very you know um successful like playwright really and like that is very hard to do. So she's pretty successful. Kind of kind of pulling from context clues. I guess you realize that like maybe they're just not getting all the opportunities they could get um, from going somewhere else, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of why they end up moving again. It's you're mostly just focusing on the kids at first. Um, yeah. Nora. Uh, Nora and what was the guy's name? Hey, Sung. Hey, Sung. Um, yeah. And. And so you're kind of like just picking up things like from the background, like kind of like, like I said, context clues. Um, and yeah, yeah. And um, and so when when they kind of start rekindling their friendship, Nora and Haesung, um, you know, she's getting distracted. She can't really focus on her schoolwork. So she, you know, suggests that they, you know, stop talking for a little bit and then maybe try to pick it up once like she's done with school and he because he's also working on stuff, too. And he's mm-hmm. kind of. He moving, he's, he's not saying, to China. but he's getting just, yeah, he's going to go to China because he's um, studying to be an engineer mm-hmm. um, and he has like a, tra- uh, a study abroad program coming and, um, and it just, so it's like the first 12 years pass from when she leaves as a kid and then they, and then they start talking again 12 years later and then she asks to, to take a break and then another 12 years happens and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she is married and he finally comes to New York to visit and it's just kind of not a lot is said like it's a very simple plot but this movie was very sad I really liked it yeah Um, it really just made you it made me think a lot like I don't know if it's just because of like where I am currently and in my life and how I related to this movie um 
just happened to click and, and made me like reflect on some things. But this movie is is very much about like things that weren't said, mm-hmm. things that weren't done. You know, do I regret my decisions? Um, mm-hmm. Or am I or am I happy with with how my life has turned out? And um, and it really just brings up a lot of that kind of stuff. And it's it's very sad. Like at the very end when when she was like crying in her husband's arms. Yeah. I I was very close to getting teary eyed. Like I felt it. I was like, oh, there's oh, there's an emotion there. <laughs> there's an emotion there. There's a lot of time in this movie to reflect. And I think it's because the main characters are often just staring at each other. Like, there is conversation, and that's pretty much the whole movie is just silences, beautiful um, cinematography, two extremely gorgeous actors um, right in front of you, just having some zing, you know? like <laughs> just, just having the most beautiful... Like, I was smiling like a goon just, like, watching these two. Like, yeah. cause you know, it's, it's, it's also, it's also a romance story, like a little mm-hmm. bit, like it's a, uh, what's the term? It's like, unrequited the... love. Yeah, It's very like, that is it. Like, it's just basically yes. unrequited love in the form of a movie. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's great. Like, it's different. It's relaxing, but it's also, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of like, um, communication that that they have with each other that they know they can't have. Like, even though they're talking in kind of a riddly way, I mean, they're always speaking in Korean to each other, really. Um, they're not really, like, saying what they really want to say, which they kind of do at the end. But, like, she married somebody else. Like, he is alone now and is sad that he didn't pursue something with her. But, like she she's married like it's not a situation where they're available to be together so yeah we kind of learned that maybe their marriage was maybe a bit more out of convenience mm-hmm. than than out of love but you never know love the love could still be there and obviously that's that's the choice she, she made and um archie i think his name's archie what's his name arthur arthur there we go <laughs> arthur close is uh I was very, very close. Very. Close. I mean, I saw this movie yesterday. I should remember the name. Um, you know, he seems like a very sweet guy. When when Hyesung came to to visit, I was like, oh god, what's gonna happen? And like Arthur was being like a little, yeah, being a little jealous baby. Um, and I was like, dude, can you? Like, I don't know. Like, I I was just waiting for something horrible to happen. I was like, oh no, what's gonna happen? Um, but then. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like stuff happened, but then stuff didn't happen. Like it's like the dramatic stuff didn't happen, but like there were still things happened. Like Nora was feeling things, whether it was regret or just you know thinking, reflective thinking on how her life could have been if it had been a yeah. little different. Yeah, and talking about like the fate aspect, like. Yeah, obviously this movie is called Past Lives, which it's, they mention in the movie the concept that maybe they were together before, like, in a past life. But when you get married, you're supposed to be married to the person who 
was your like forever soulmate throughout all your past lives. Mm. And the so she like chose she chose Arthur. And I think Hesong is like kind of coming to terms with that too, like telling her like it's okay that you chose somebody else because that's you were meant to be together. Like that's the purpose, you know. It's kind of like a more yeah solace but it is also really sad <laughs> yeah and that one part where um when when he comes to visit in new york she says like oh you know when arthur and i got married we we went to korea and mm-hmm. I, I emailed you to see if you were available and you just never answered me and you know i would have loved to have met your girlfriend and you know he probably didn't want to see her married yeah. um and he he didn't really want to deal with those feelings at that moment in time. Um, and he was having conflicting feelings towards his current girlfriend at the time. They were they were both sounded like it wasn't really wasn't really something they were both ready for. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, lots of it's it's so interesting how much you can like glean from these characters when like nothing much is said. Oh, absolutely. Like just, they were yeah. They were so good. Like like yes, yeah. yes, the movie was was longing stares, but like you knew what those longing stares were saying. You're like, oh yeah. okay. Like they were saying so much. So in much just staring at each other. Like these two and did not such touching. a good job. They yeah. had such great chemistry. Like totally. it was insane. This guy is so cute. I'm already looking at his uh at his um What's it called? His filmography. And it, yep. of course, it's in a K-drama. So I'm probably oh, going to watch that. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'm, yeah. He's so cute. Definitely going to watch that. And Greta Lee looks familiar, too. Yes. I, I feel like I've just seen her face around. She's um, pretty, you know, prolific, I think, in, in animated stuff. But also, I really remember her from um, the Russian Doll series because she, like... She's like the one of the, the first people. She's the front of the party, right? Yeah, who literally is just yeah. like happy birthday baby or whatever. Like she says it like a million times because that's how Russian yeah. doll works. Um and she's really funny. So like I think I've only really seen her in like um comedies and stuff. So like seeing her in this series, like in this movie was like she really did such a beautiful job in this role and it it is correct to say that she was totally snubbed for an oscar because like it is a really good performance that i think totally like must have almost made the cut for best actress yeah for sure yeah it's really good yeah it's like a lot of like you know uh yeah sitting and and then like you said reflecting on and then just kind of understanding the relationship that she has with her husband, too. Like, it's a different kind of relationship. It's like a, it's a useful one. It's a happy one. But this, you know, this what could have been situation is no way to live. You know, like, you can't just, you can't yeah. just be and, with and somebody. Even, <laughs> yeah. Because even Arthur brings that up, too. And, yeah. and when... When Sung is there and they and they hung out for the day, like Arthur's having some, like he's he's getting very self conscious about his marriage and his life's choices, and he's like, you know, we there were a lot of other people in in our 
in our school group, like mm-hmm. in our um, program that we were in, mm-hmm. like you didn't have to end up with me. <laughs> and that's like, you could have ended up with anyone else. And it just, and it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy what our, what our minds will, will make us think about. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Our minds yeah. are truly out to get us. <laughs> well, it's about choice too. She chose That's to marry. They chose to get married. Like they cho- they choose their lives to fit together, and that is exactly what. Like they're you know love is many things and marriage is many things, and it's yeah it, they choose that that's the life that they want to have, and that's how you know eventually that's kind of how Arthur comes to terms with it too by voicing his concerns but also knowing that there's really no reality in which Nora would just like drop her entire life to go live with Haesung in Korea like it just it's not like something that could happen you know so (laughs) it's a total like she has everything that she has crafted and chosen for her life to have this really successful career and pretty loving marriage you know that is like not really thwarted by the presence of somebody else but just like reminded um and i'm you know i'm glad that you kind of had that nice uh time to reflect during this movie you can talk to your uh therapist about it (laughs) i mean it kind of like the 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 type of reflection that i kind of had on it was you know it what really got me was like this this movie was was passing over long periods of time like very quickly and I was I was like oh my god 12 years oh my god another 12 years yeah it's like it's it's like when when they were talking about um like oh when when would you be able to come to New York like back when they were both in school and they were both Mm -hmm. just like trying to trying to do their programs and he was like I don't know maybe maybe a year like maybe a year and a half (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, oh, God. And she's, like, thinking about it. And then the fact that they don't talk again for 12 years, it just really made me think about how fast these years are going by lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really fast. And I, and, you know, maybe, maybe I'm having a quarter-life crisis. Maybe I'm, you know, just kind of rethinking my decisions and stuff. Because in the end, like, I was really just having, like, carpe diem type, like, reflections. Like, oh, my God, I got to, I got to change something. I got to do something. Like, this Mm -hmm. is just, I can't, I can't be in my current situation much longer. Well, you are changing. It's not like you're not, like. I am. So I was happy. I was happy that this movie made me think about that. I was like, okay, well, I am making the effort to do that. Like, I am, I'm currently in the process of doing that. Yeah, absolutely. So. So. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful movie. I mean, it is, uh, it is like definitely a, a rumination kind of thing and I'm glad it was nominated again. It was also nominated for best original screenplay. Um, nice. Celine Song has only uh, written, um, the Wheel of Time series. She's a staff writer oh, for that. I've actually uh, heard heard some interesting things about that show yeah i i kind of like to watch it it is based I off think... of books so yes it is i think i've watched i think i started watching it when the first is it is it even on season two yet 
I think it is. I think that did come out. Okay. I watched like the first couple episodes when it first started and then I didn't continue. Um, hmm. All right. Well, great. So is this, is this her directorial debut? I think it is. Yes. Yeah. She's writer and director. Yes. Okay. She has something upcoming. She has yes. an upcoming thing that she's directing. Okay. Materialists. Wow! Yeah. I mean, it is really amazing directorial debut. Wow. Yeah. The honestly, fantastic. it's a very beautiful movie. The cinematography is fantastic. Um, what did Celine not get nominated for director? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Just add it to the fucking list. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of things on this snubs list that uh, people talk about for sure. Um, and we're going to cover all of it again. So yes, we're talking about specifically snubs for this movie, but we're going to talk about all of the snubs all exactly. over again <laughs> when we when we do our Oscar theories. Um, yeah, absolutely. So look um... out for that. I'm just going to look at some of the trivia. There's not too much in here, but should we take a break before I do that? Yes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay. I'm back. Um, this is kind of just, cute. Just Al Saunders back. We're not, I'm not back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In an interview on June 2nd, 2023 on NPR with Alyssa Chang, Greta Lee indicated that she found it amusing when she told her family and friends that she was taking on this role. Many of them were surprised and wondered if she could even speak Korean. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, both Teo Yu and Greta Lee previously lived in the East Village of Manhattan, where many of the scenes of the film had been shot. That's pretty oh, cool. That's cute. Yes. East Village is really cool. Love that neighborhood. Um, I like this one. The number 11 can be seen in a few scenes. The number 11 has been known to be associated with the concept of twin flames. A unique, intense relationship between two people in which they are two halves of the same soul. Kind of like from Elemental. Yes. Yeah, Eleven Twin Flames, that's definitely a, uh, you know, spiritual kind of concept. Love that that was in, in this movie. I mean, it definitely kind of perpetuates the fact that the two of them are twin flames. 
Yeah. Um, like Na Young slash Nora, director Celine Song moved with her parents, her dad being a filmmaker, from Korea to Canada. She later settled in the U.S., started playwriting, and married a writer. Ooh. This movie definitely felt extremely, like, autobiographical. Definitely from Celine Song's kind of... Maybe she... I mean, definitely with all of the Korean transplant feelings it was definitely there um very literally good literally what, what what one of them says <laughs> is that yeah exactly past <laughs> lives is, a, is loosely based on the true story of celine song <laughs> uh, yeah i mean yeah. it's just it's great you know the the scene where they're sitting at the bar and she's like talking Nora's only talking to Sung. And her yeah. husband's just there. But, like, since it's a bar, you he's on the other side. Like, it's a line, so he's not in the shot at all. And it's just, like, he's just sitting there, like, just being ignored this entire conversation. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, and you're, like, she is just enthralled and enamored with this, with this guy. Like... <laughs> But her husband is there for her in the end and like he doesn't it's it's very sweet that he loves her so much that even when she's sad in the end he's there for her because in the end like he's there for her because he loves her. You know. Oh my gosh, and I just realized so a part of the movie like when it's just it's so interesting listening to Nora and Sung talk because they just kind of have these those fleeting moments they had when they were kids to talk about and so Sung will bring up that um Nora like cried a lot as a kid mm-hmm. and and he was like do you cry much now and she's like actually no I don't because you know I've learned that you know people you know you can cry but there's only so much people could do for you like it's just and it kind of she like kind of she kind of hardened a little bit and then the fact that she cries because of him at the end of the movie. Yeah. I think that's I think that's what really got me. I was like, I was like, oh, he's leaving and she's gonna miss him. And will it be another twelve years before they see each other again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't or know. Never what I'm again. Or they're just or never, never again. see each other again. <laughs> yeah. Or never <laughs> again. Uh it's pretty sad. Um, this one's good. Celine Song deliberately had the two main characters walk from right to left at the very end of the movie. For her, a timeline is always represented as going from left to right. So when they're walking together, they're going into the past. When Song gets into the taxi, he goes into the past even further, and then Nora walks back home from left to right. She's going back to the future. Ooh. Devastating. Devastating. <laughs> so devastating. <laughs> Absolutely devastating. <laughs> And yeah, that's it. Or should I do the plot keywords? Um, despite his character's thick accent and broken English, Tao Yu, who portrays Song, actually speaks very fluent English along with three other languages. Amazing. Of course. Adorable. Amazing. Yeah, do the plot keywords and I'll get to these, to the meta score. All right, we've got love, Korea, city, Korean abroad, travel. Okay. 
that, that's a pretty good um, group there. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we've also come to realize that what the ones that get the most upvotes are the ones that show up on the page immediately. So I'm going to, I don't know if I can upvote if I'm not logged in. I probably can't. Yeah. Um, but if I up upvote some of these, nope, I gotta be signed in. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this movie got a 94 Metascore. Whoa, whoa! With 50 positive reviews, one mixed, and zero negative reviews. There are... Holy shit. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 29 100s on here. <gasps> what <laughs> the shit? That's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, this movie was a perfect movie. I have no notes, honestly, so I don't know. Uh. This is this is the rare occasion where, like, Alessandra and I both really like a movie. And I, mean, I, I feel like there's still stuff to talk about because this movie was so reflective. And, like, you can really relate to this movie a lot um, just because it's, like, autobiographical and, like, you know, well things that happen can happen to a lot of this a lot of different people mm-hmm. um so it's just i feel like there was a a bit more to discuss normally if there's a movie that you and i really like we don't have too much to say but i felt like i felt like i i don't know i wanted to talk about it a bit more and it's so fresh in my mind since i literally saw it yesterday absolutely um, that's the best way to yeah. get it for you <laughs> yes <laughs> so it doesn't immediately live leave my mind um <laughs> So I'm going to read this 50 down here about the only mixed review, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, by New York Magazine, in parentheses, Vulture. Did, did Vulture, like. I think they took, or I think they did New York Magazine Vulture. take Vulture. I, I think that's what happened. Yeah. Interesting. Or it's okay, just like, so yeah, the part of New York Magazine that is film reviews is Vulture or something now. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um. There's a disconcerting shrewdness underneath its patina of tastefulness. It's too calculating to achieve the transcendent, almost romance it strives for, but never inhibits. Um, Allison, babe, I'm, you're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) There's, there's nothing that's valid about that at all. It's, it's a completely... It's, I just don't think she really got the point of the movie. Yeah, I don't think... Maybe you need to go watch it again, Allison Bates. Um, <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think you really... <laughs> I don't think you Try really again. saw what was actually there. <laughs> go in and really, really take in what's happening. Watch, watch the longing looks. I think if you look a bit longer at those longing looks, I think you'll get there. Um, but uh, good try, good try. Um, I'm going to read the 88 from the Associated Press. It says, time and again, Song, who writes and directs here, makes the unflashy, understated choice. And in so doing, darn near breaks our hearts with the tale that feels universal, yet rich in detail, urgent, yet unrushed. Very nicely said. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And time says, like, the movie ripples with the quiet melodrama of real life. Yes. That is, yes. that's a really good Ooh, way to that put haunting. it. That was haunting. <laughs> I'm going to keep reading it. It says, the, that's a time 90. The way big things often happen in the margins and small things gradually come to mean the world. Ooh. I got chills. <laughs> okay, pick fix one one hundred. There's literally twenty nine to choose from. Oh, so God, don't give me this job. Can I'll pick me? one too. Let me let me okay, find okay. one. Oh, okay. Um, because I think I picked some pretty, Irish pretty good ones okay. here. Um. Okay, well, we got to read Consequence. <laughs> okay, it's rather long as well. There's not, there, it does not have the whole entire thing, so you might have yeah. to click on it. Yeah, I, I opened it to read more, so it's here. Um, consequence, gave it 100. The best movies are little worlds that welcome you into the experience of fascinating characters, giving you everything you need to understand their perspectives and actions. Past Lives does so in spades, painting on a small canvas, but with rich hues of emotion and meaning. Knowing that a great story and a great life aren't necessarily the same thing. Ooh! That was a good wow. one. Wow. That was great. <laughs> I liked that. Absolutely. Great job, Liz. That was good. Was um, okay, I'm just going to end this with our 100 from Variety. It says, For all the films that have been made about love triangles, Song has fashioned hers in the form of a circle, defying so many of the cliches in her quietly devastating way. Ooh. Okay. Very nice. That was uh, that was past lives. Um, we will talk about it more when we do our Oscar nominations. We sure will. And if you're able to and have not seen it, it is currently five dollars at most AMC theaters right now. So um, <laughs> definitely treat yourself and go watch this emotionally devastating movie. Um, even though it wasn't, it was it was a little it was a little a little bit of everything. It was like a little. Yeah. It's like a, it was like a little charcuterie board. Of exactly, it just like a like, touch of devastation. You just got a, a little touch, touch of happiness. Just, you know, you grab you grab a little happiness cracker, put a little devastation cheese on it. It, <laughs> it had everything, I'm and done. then there's like the little. Then there was the romance. It was it was all there. It was everything. Cornichon of spice, you know. Oh yes, oh yes, very good. So glad this movie got nominated. Definitely go check it out. Um, I think that's all we have to say about this movie. Yep. All right. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and IMDb. Um, we are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. If you want to email us, please do that at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. And we have merch. So please check that out. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.